This is the Love Loch Lomond podcast, your guide to all that's good and beautiful Loch Lomond. Welcome to episode two. I'm Paul Saunders and I'm on my bike on the West Loch Lomond cycle path. It runs from Ballock to Tarbot and I'll be back in Ballock later to look around Loch Lomond shores. First, I need to get to Tarbot as I've got a boat to catch. So while I pedal a bit harder, let's get a taste of what's on this podcast. Coming up. Quite a sight, particularly when you see them taking fish from the loch. Yeah, she's gone. She's off. She's, she's sick of waiting for us husband for a breakfast. Always read in the boat that it was lovely, but yeah, being here is great. This is it. This is your view, isn't <laughs> it? Just enjoying the view, yeah. But if you look closely, it's a little bit more obvious. They've got a really prominent beak. Yes, it's beautiful. It, it's just as pretty as as the coast, I'd say. Yeah, it is, Yeah, isn't it's it? beautiful and it's so close. This is the Love Loch Lomond podcast with Paul Saunders. I'm on the water on a cruise Loch Lomond boat and we're just leaving the jetty at Tarbert and with me from cruise Loch Lomond is Stuart Cordner. So Stuart, tell me, where are we heading? We're cruising across Inversnaid on this cruise. This is the uh, 145 uh, Northern Highlights cruise, which is a one-hour circular from Tarbert. Or alternatively, uh, passengers have the option to disembark at Inversnaid, spend time ashore for a walk, a lunch or a coffee and then uh, get the 4.30 return boat back to Tarbot. So just looking around, what we've got here, we've got some passengers that are on a nice afternoon cruise, some using it to connect across the lock, and some combining it with another activity such as walking or cycling. A huge increase in the, the number of outdoor enthusiasts, and, and that's not just, a, can I see it's very much a soft adventure. It's not the, the radical extreme cyclists, but it's perhaps families, it's multi-generations, they would like to do a couple of miles and a walk, uh, maybe a stretch of the West Highland Way, then back on board for the return cruise. Cyclists, we were now um, uh, putting cycle racks on board a number of our vessels. We, we now have, uh, yesterday in one trip I did, we had six cyclists, all with uh, bikes which probably cost more than my car. Stuart, you must have been on these boats so many times, seen this view a million times. Are you a bit blasé about it now? No, it's still very special. And that's, uh, I'm a lucky boy to live and work where I do. It does genuinely change every day. You know, even now with the, the, the different four seasons, but uh, we know we're just about to enter into the bluebell season. We've got the returning, uh, hopefully, the returning osprey in the summer months. And uh, then the heather in August, it's, 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 it's stunning. Well, it would be nice to see an osprey. And next I want to go and meet our captain and guide. Paul, I'd like to introduce you to uh, Ewan Brown, one of our more experienced skippers in the in the fleet at Cruise Lock Lomond. Ewan, looking out of this window in front of us, I am very envious. You have got some job. That's a great job, out in the lovely fine Scottish air. Every day is different, different peoples. Brilliant. Well then folks, as you can see we have now sailed across here to the quieter and more peaceful eastern shore of Loch Lomond. I say this because there is in fact no main road or railway line that runs along this eastern shore. Now just coming into view there you'll see this small white cottage. Just in amongst the trees there, the name of that cottage is Calness. That was at one time up until around 10-12 years ago the home to our local gamekeeper. Now his only means of getting to his cottage or either by small boat across the loch or using his four-wheel drive vehicle to travel up over the hillside there into Aberfoyle just over in the Trossachs area. You can just see the road that has been cut into the hillside as it makes its way up to the top of the hill there. Now folks, the gamekeeper he stayed in the cottage with no home comforts other than an open log fire. 
Now he had no electricity, no television, no telephone, he had no running water, and unfortunately he had no wife. Ah, never mind, he was a very good gamekeeper, and he did have a very busy job. That was looking after the wildlife. Well, we're just past the Inversnade Hotel, and we've got beautiful Loch Lomond all around us here. And we've just seen an osprey. Yeah, that's the first uh, sighting this season for the last couple of years. We've seen two um, between Inversnade and Kilness Cottage. Uh, quite a sight, particularly when you see them taking fish from the loch. Uh, but that's the first sighting this year, Paul. Which is good. I mean, uh, this is happening early for me because later on I'm going to the David Marshall Lodge to hopefully see some there on the on the video cameras they've got up and the, where they look after them. But uh, here we are, one flying above us. It's yeah, amazing. Great attraction, and, and similarly done at Luss. We've uh, in the last couple of years we've sighted a, a couple of osprey done at Luss just when we leave Luss between Luss and Balmaha. And I guess. You've got to keep your eyes open all the time because everything is changing yeah. around you. You might think that this is just a regular route that you're doing, but this is not just like somebody's commute to work or something. This is ever-changing landscapes. Every day, and you know, in the past I've had some visitors saying, "Oh, you know, get bored doing this day in day out." But uh, you know, we're meeting different people on every every cruise, different nationalities. Uh, people maybe haven't been to Loch Lomond. I mean, I met a chap at the tail end of last year. He was last time he was here in Scotland was in 1953 when they opened the power station. Uh, oh, we just come past that. Yeah, yeah, and he just for him it just brought back these great memories. It was lovely for us to meet this Irish guy who was last here in 1953, and, and yeah, it's it's uh, fascinating to meet so many different people. Let's talk to some of the people enjoying the boat trip today. But Jenny, you're from Wiltshire. Yep. What do you make of it? Oh, it's fantastic. I just uh, can't believe it. it's beautiful. The sun's out. And uh, yeah, it's, this really feels like Scotland, actually. But, uh... <laughs> I tell you what, you couldn't get a better view, really. No. We're looking straight down at the loch towards Ben Lomond. Yeah, uh, absolutely amazing. The snow capped mountain there and uh, the lake. Uh, the lock. <laughs> Even though it's a warm day and you've got the snow on the top, it, it, it is quite beautiful, isn't it? It's uh, absolutely wonderful, yeah. It's, uh, I can't believe how beautiful it is, actually. It's, yeah, I always read in the book that it was lovely, but yeah, being here is great. Well, the books are only so good, you have to come and take it in for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. I'm glad you're having a good holiday. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, we've got a few more days left, so we're doing a bit of a tour around, so we're going to do around the Trossachs, back round to Stirling, and then home on Sunday so yeah. I'm gonna ask an obvious question do you yeah. think you'll be back oh definitely <laughs> yeah yeah definitely yeah but a bit longer next time I think yeah enjoy the rest of your trip thank you we've got Sally here from Brighton hello Sally hello. you having a good holiday yes very nice thank you and yes. who have you got with you I've got my daughter calendar here from Brighton from Brighton but named after our wonderful village that's correct yes from years ago when I holidayed with my mother here oh, and uh, do you come back often or is this the first trip back for a while? Yeah, about once a year, sometimes twice a year. Right. And you're on the Rob Roy experience, or you're just about to get onto that, aren't you? The, which, is right. the, which is the next leg of the boat journey. What are you expecting? What am I expecting? I'm not exactly sure. I'm looking forward to a very nice scenic cruise. Um, wait to see what, what there is. And you'll learn a bit of history from Ewan as well. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. Is, which, is, which is good, because there's a lot of history here, isn't there? Definitely, definitely. All the history of Rob Roy and... Yes. And a lot of scenery as well. What, what's your favourite part of Loch Lomond? My favourite part, I think it's actually around the Inversnade. Yeah, it's just a beautiful view, isn't it? Mm. It's really, really nice. It and is. the waterfall. And whereabouts are you staying? 
We're actually at the Inversnaid. Oh, you were? Yes. Okay, so yes. this is a great way of connecting it because it would be difficult to keep doing the, the, the journey by road, wouldn't it? So it just makes it nice just to get on a boat. It's just so easy. It's lovely, lovely. Yes, we enjoy doing this. All enjoy the rest of your holiday. Thank you. Stuart, that's us coming in. That hour has flown. Yeah, it is a quicker, uh, there's so much to see and, and hear from Ewan with his commentary. Um, yeah, and we couldn't have picked a better day for it. It's absolutely stunning. We're just discussing the colours uh, and seeing the Osprey was a, a bonus. But uh, yeah, we'll be back into the pier in about two minutes' time. Thank you very much for inviting me on today. I've really enjoyed it. Pleasure. See you again soon. Cheers. For Loch Lomond, Strathendrick, Western Bartonshire and the Clyde Sea Locks, this is the Love Loch Lomond podcast. So after a very pleasant hour cruising on Loch Lomond, I got back to Tarbert and headed back down to where I am now, Balak and Loch Lomond Shores. And I mentioned the Loch Lomond cycle path earlier and it links these two places along the west side of the loch. It's 17 miles long and you're mainly on pathways or occasionally you're on minor roads. But it's a really easy cycle and there are train stations uh, either end so that you can go one way on the bike and travel back by train if you want to. And there's a good stopping point midway at Luss as well. So Loch Lomond Shore is celebrating its 10th anniversary this year. It's a real must visit location. There are some excellent shops here including a big Jenner's department store. There's also the Loch Lomond Sea Life Centre where you can see everything from tropical sharks to starfish and the Gateway Information Centre. Been wandering around meeting some of the visitors and the people who work here and I started off at the RSPB shop and that's where I asked its manager Sam Taylor about the different birds that can be spotted in the area. A lot of people like to see birds of prey, uh, they seem to be the iconic thing in Scotland. Uh, everybody wants to look at an eagle if they can and you're quite likely to see one. Uh, I seen one myself last year flying over the lock and over the top of the shops. Yes. Because um, they do surround the mountain ranges and things but it has been, you know, quite common to see an odd one every now and again. I've been lucky enough to see one as well. Yeah? Yeah. Well, very lucky, yeah. Um, we have a lot of buzzards around, which is called the Englishman's eagle sometimes, because a lot of folk down in the south used to think, oh, I've seen an eagle, I've seen an eagle, but and it wasn't, it was a buzzard. And because we have a lot more of them around now, thankfully, um, if you've seen a buzzard, they tend to often be sitting on posts and coasting around quite low, soaring in the sky. But if you see an eagle, you'll know you've seen an eagle. It's very, very large compared to a buzzard. And they have what we would call fingers that are quite prominent. Um, and quite a big head and a long tail that sticks out from its body and, and it's much bigger. You know the difference from buzzard to an eagle if you see an eagle all of a sudden. And I was very excited. I just come back from the boat and saw an osprey earlier. Fantastic birds. Absolutely. One of my favourites. Beautiful. Yeah. They get mistaken for gulls a lot because of that grey and white colouring. Uh, but if you look closely, it's a little bit more obvious. They've got a really prominent beak, big, huge black claws that grip the fish. Uh, they used to be known as a fish eagle because that's what they do best. They do it far best than any of us humans catch a fish uh, out of the water. If you see it, it's something you'll never forget for the rest of your life if you actually see an osprey catch a fish. Uh, they do breed around some of the islands on Loch Lomond and so it's quite possible to see them sometimes from Luss. If you look over from Luss, you've got quite a good chance of seeing a one. Uh, obviously one's just been seen today and I had just had a report that was the one a couple of days ago as well so they're back in the area they've traveled about over 2,000 miles to come back to Scotland and breed uh, from Africa 
they return to their nests, uh, which tend to be about a metre wide. They tend to withstand our winters and they need a little bit of wee tweaking when they come back uh, so they can get on with breeding. Um, they normally have about two to three chicks and they'll be heading off back to Africa again in end of August normally, around about August. Uh, they're a fantastic bird that was persecuted and died out in Scotland, totally extinct in Scotland. Uh, it came back in the 1950s and now I think Scotland has about 200 pairs, which you just can't, you can't forget. If you see an osprey fish or see an osprey close up, see at the David Marshall Lodge or anything like that, then you'll, you'll not forget them. They're stunning birds. Tweet us at Love Loch Lomond. We have a beautiful sunny day at Loch Lomond Shores. It's episode two in our series of podcasts. Thank you very much for downloading it. And if you're planning a visit to beautiful Loch Lomond, do visit lovelochlomond.com. It's our website, which is just full of ideas about where to stay, eat, and what to do. Now, in these podcasts, we are experiencing some of the many things that there are to see and do around the area. And there's lots of people enjoying the sunshine as well. Let's go and meet some of these visitors and find out what they're up to. Two people taking in the uh, view. Haven't travelled too far. They're from Erskine, Lynn and Neil. What a view, eh? You're looking out right now across the across the lock and it's beautiful sunshine. It is. It's lovely to see the snow on the hills. It's but it so not, be no, yeah. not be cold. not be cold. It's great. What have you been up to today? I was in at the antique centre. Well, I'm going to go and have a look at that in a minute, so I'm looking forward to that. It's very good. You'll enjoy it. And have you been walking around today? Yes, we have. Enjoying the sunshine. My husband's on holiday this week, so it's nice just to get away from the children and get down here. What's your favourite part of Loch Lomond? This is it. This, is, route, this yeah. is it. This is your view, <laughs> isn't it? Just enjoying the view, yeah. yeah. So, so when anybody talks about Loch Lomond, you immediately get in your mind's eye this, this view. This view, yeah. Or just around the corner at um, Duck Bay. And just for somebody who's not been here before, can you describe it? I think it's hard to be into words. I think you have to be here and experience it and really enjoy it. Like, but we're, as we said, we're down here most weeks. Like, when the weather's fine. Yeah. Well, you've got certainly the day for it, so you're lucky with your holiday that it's, it's ended up. Yeah. But, it, but the, the view we can look out at the moment, and you can ju- you can just it just looks so peaceful, doesn't it? It is. Yeah, yeah. It's so peaceful when your mind just goes like you know, and just relax and enjoy it and take it in. Well, sorry to spoil your relaxing no, moment no, by no, coming no, over no. and asking you questions. No, that's absolutely fine. I would sell it to anyone. Like, <laughs> yeah, if anyone is thinking of visiting, we would always recommend it to come here. And you can either go up uh, the west side of the loch or the east side of the loch, and there's lots of places to stop off and see it. Great. Well, so thank you very much for sharing like, yeah. your, your thoughts about Loch Lomond with us. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. Just sitting on the beach with her friend is Mary Kate from New Orleans. Yes, from New Orleans. Fan- I didn't. I didn't pronounce it right, did I? No, no, New, or- <laughs> New Orleans. Welcome to Loch Lomond. Are you having a good time? Yes, it's lovely. It's a nice sunny day on the on the loch. And what have you been up to? Uh, we just uh, did a couple paths around around the loch. Um, two miles, I think. Not not too far. How long are you here for? Uh, just five days. And why is it that you came here? Well, actually, I'm staying with some friends in Glasgow, and it's it's the closest place, I think. Yeah, you got yeah. to you got to, you've got to come here, and you got to take in some Scottish scenery and and take it back. Is yeah. it is it what you expected? Yes, it's beautiful. It, it's just as pretty as as the coast, I'd say. Yeah, it is. Yeah, isn't it's it? beautiful, and it's so close. And you're in a busy place. I mean, you can go and quite easily go to find somewhere where there's nobody else there you can have your own quiet little spot but you've chosen quite a busy little stretch you're on the beach here at Balak at Loch Lomond Shores there's people kayaking and there's canoes and 
people with uh, bikes and all sorts of things for people walking, but you're enjoying it, sharing it. Yes, yes, it's lovely and it is still peaceful, even though it's a little busy in this bit, it's still quite peaceful. And will you come back? Of course. Yes. Brilliant, okay. Yes. Well, I'm glad you've had a good time. All right, thank you. And enjoy the rest of your trip. Oh, thank you very much. What to see and do, where to stay, lovelochloman.com. Such a good view here at Loch Lomond Shores. I'm looking over the water. I can see the steamship on the water and in the distance, Ben Lomond. And if I just turn myself around, I can look back at the shops and I can see where I was earlier when I went upstairs and found a real treasure trove. Loch Lomond Antiques and Art Gallery's Brian Eddy showed me around. We've got about 45 different dealers all showcasing all different stock antique to collectibles, vintage, retro, uh, right across the board. Well, let's have a walk around and we'll start just where we are now because I'm drawn to these uh, paintings that you've got on the wall. Yeah, well, <clears throat> we showcase, I'm proud to showcase the work of two Scottish contemporary artists, John Bellany, uh, who's from the East, and uh, of course from Glasgow, we've got Peter Housen as well that we're very proud to show some of uh, his work uh, alongside that. But also we, what we do is like um, graduates of, of Glasgow School of Art or Dundee School of Art featuring um, Shona Finlay there. We've got a large piece, maybe about uh, seven feet by seven feet canvas. With a beautiful portrait on oh, it. Yeah, portrait of Kate Moss. In, 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 I mean, it's quite stunning. Yeah, in, intriguingly titled Persephone which uh, translate into Greek goddess of the underworld. <laughs> there you go. Good, well, let's, let's have a okay. walk around. Okay. This is our Titanic and Maritime exhibition, which we've set up, obviously, to commemorate 100 years after the sinking of the Titanic. And uh, we've put together quite a lot of um, Cunard... Um, alongside the Titanic with the QE2 and uh, Queen Mary is also featured here but most of all it tells you the facts of the Titanic and how she was built and when she when she sailed. And just looking over there that you've got a picture of the QE2 when it uh, sailed into Manhattan and the pictures of the, it's the Twin Towers and the twin skyline. Towers, yeah. Concord is featuring flying over as oh, well. Oh yes, I yeah, see. Yeah. So that's quite a unique picture. Yeah. A, very interesting exhibition here. Let's uh, see what else we've got. Let's just come out of here. So much here. So much. Uh, the variety is quite um, intense because it takes you perhaps maybe a half a day to actually look around the place <laughs> and take take it all in. Uh, some people have to come back the next day just to see uh, if they've missed anything. And what has been the reaction? Because you've been open for about six months now. Yes, six, six to seven months we've been open here and uh, the reaction is tremendous. Uh, the general shoppers think it's wonderful because they're not used to seeing such things next to Jenner's or uh, Thornton's and then here we have an antique centre. Okay, well, good luck. And thank you. Thank you very much for showing us around. Wonderful. Thank you very much. This is the Love Lock Loman podcast. I was just mentioning our website, lovelochloman.com. Please do join us there. And also on Facebook, you can find us by searching for Love Loch Lomond. Join us, share some ideas and some questions, and get interactive with a whole bunch of people passionate about this area. And we are also on Twitter, at Love Loch Lomond.
In the next episode, I will be exploring the route of the West Highland Way and, of course, the stretch that takes in the Loch Lomond area. I won't be just walking, I'll be taking in some nearby attractions on and slightly off the route. That's next time. After the excitement of seeing the Osprey on the cruise Loch Lomond boat, I am now off to the David Marshall Lodge near Aberfoyle for an up-close look. Robert Fraser-Benz has promised to show me the birds using their electronic surveillance system. Okay, so this is um, one of our new HD nests for this year. Um, this nest is about the size of a double bed, and we've currently got um, a female osprey sat on it. We're still trying to idea, um, but this is the first year that we've had this nest on camera, so it's, it's set to be a, an interesting year for us. What a brilliant picture. It is. It's a super image, and this is, this is zoomed in from quite a distance. Um, Technology has come on quite a bit recently, and it means that we can get superb images like this without the birds even being disturbed. And whereabouts is this? This is within a five mile radius of the David Marshall Lodge um, mm -hmm. on Forest Christian ground. Um, but apart from that, it's a top secret location. So you walk into the section at the David Marshall Lodge, you immediately see this view on the screen here and you've got set up lots of other information as well. So tell me about the work that goes on here. Okay, so um, this area of the David Marshall Lodge is basically to promote the conservation work that both Forest Christian Scotland and RSWB Scotland are doing in the area. Um, so we're, we're open all year um, and we showcase all kind of the, the key species of the national park. So ospreys, red squirrels, uh, water voles, you know, anything that's kind of seasonally, seasonally available to watch we do. And what kind of comments do you get from people when they come in? It's it's described as a mini spring watch, um, and it, that's what it feels like. Um, but oh, she's just flown off, by the way. She's gone. Yeah, she's gone. She's off. She's she's sick of waiting for husband for a breakfast. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the customers really enjoy it. You know, it's it's a way of them engaging with the wildlife in the area without actually disturbing the birds, without having to walk even out of the building. Um, you know, you get a cold, hot, uh, cold, wet Scottish day, and they don't even have to head out of the building to see some spectacular wildlife. Yeah, no, 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 sitting around waiting with binoculars anymore. It's just exactly. so much easier, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they can even, we've even got screens in the cafe. They can sit in there while having a cup of hot chocolate. Because I guess the people that really enjoy watching birds, they will, they will still go. They will go and hide. They'll be there with their binoculars. But this is reaching out to a lot more people, isn't it? It is, yeah. So we've just also had um, a new allability trail put in to our waterfall at the David Marshall Lodge that's going to allow people down to our red squirrel hide. Um, but there are a lot of people that, that don't want to go outside, that have, you know, don't really feel comfortable out in the forest, sat there in waterproofs with binoculars. Um, so this just gives them that chance to, to experience the wildlife in the area. And how important is the conservation angle? Conservation angle is very important. Um, there's a lot of work going on to, to safeguard these ospreys. So, you know, 55, 56 years ago, ospreys weren't in Scotland. There was none left and they were totally extinct. Um, so the work that's been done in the area for ospreys and other species in, is vitally important to safeguard these creatures. And if you weren't doing it, the risk would be there still? It would, yeah. Um, you know, so we still have... Um, issues with, with ospreys and, and photographers and egg collectors and that kind of thing. Um, but without these cameras and without promoting and educating the, the, the younger generations, um, the birds are hopefully going to be there for a lot longer. Lovelockloman.com So it seems that episode two of the podcast has been birds, bikes and boats. A West Highland Way special next time. Thank you very much for listening. We love your feedback, ideas and suggestions. So don't forget to hook up with us on Facebook, Twitter and at lovelockloman.com. And I'll catch you next time. This podcast was produced for Love Lock Lomond by Paul Saunders Media. For more information, go to lovelocklomond.com.